Thank you. Um, Katie, were you going to say something or should I go? No, no, you go. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the drummer, Fia, who can't make it today, and I, we met in, like, eighth grade um, at School of Rock. And um, then we, like, kind of, I mean, we did, like, that for a while. And then we started writing music together. And it was just us for about a year. And then I met Stella and Katie um, in high school and, like, just became like really good friends with them and then they both also played instruments so I was like oh join the band we need more than two people um and yeah we've kind of just all been like writing and like making music together ever since then which I guess Sophia and I started I want to say like late 2017 and then but it like I don't think it really kicked off until Katie and Stella joined the band which was like early 2019. Okay, cool. The I'll have, I have this one big question, and then I hope we can just talk for the rest of it. But the question is basically, how does money influence your music? And the, the different ways that I see that question applying to to your band could be like the the present consideration of money. Like, are you considering uh, is this music gonna put us on a path to eventually be profitable in a large scale or are you considering money in the sense that you need to support yourselves and music takes a lot of time and is oftentimes not super profitable um or another way you can interpret that question is how does uh your individual and collective financial situation dictate your ability to produce music so it's really open-ended but i take it please wherever you want I feel like it's kind of a, a double-edged sword because we're a very small independent band. We don't have managers, booking agents, I don't know, advertising people. So we don't have people who rely on us who we need to pay. And I think that gives us a freedom to kind of take things where we want to take it and have a lot of like creative freedoms and um, not a lot of responsibility, which I think is the best way creatively that we work. Um because in, like if we're rushing you know to make a song because we're recording at the certain studio and we want to make it like really good that's when we don't make stuff we want to make and so I think being a small band who you know it's we're not making income off of it that's really where we thrive but it's also like money is obviously a restriction for us like we're trying to plan this tour right now and we were hoping to go to kind of all across the country in the summer because we really only have summers together um and we're being a little bit too ambitious with it (laughs) um trying to go to like new york where i live and then um like north carolina um and we've just had to be like realistic and settle in california um so i think it's a good thing and a bad thing to have no money (laughs) and be a small artist but yeah. Hi, Stella. Sorry, I'm in the dining hall. So I'm gonna mute. <laughs> mute yourself. <laughs> um, Stella, we're talking about. I think you're frozen. <laughs> um, we're talking about money. Um, and what we think about it as a band. Um, and I was just talking about how it's freeing not being able to not like being a big band where we have to like pay for agents and managers and whatnot but it also is like a a restriction for us at sometimes um yeah I feel like kind of like jumping off what Katie said I feel like um 
how we've kind of just done it since we all go to different schools and like we kind of are all pursuing different things like um I want to say like we all like would love to pursue chalk talk as like you know our our thing but um since we all go to different schools like Katie said we really only have summers together so we kind of are just like oh like we put our music out we record our music we play shows when we can and like if we you know take off and like we'll take it from there but kind of what we've been doing is like we like make merch and we go to like a studio to record our music so every like all the money we get from making merch or playing shows we kind of put back into the studio and making more merch so it's like kind of like we're breaking even um I want to say there's like little individual profit and more like a band I think there's no profit (laughs) I think there's zero profit no what I was trying to say is that like there's no like individual profit yeah but more of like a the money that we make goes back into the band Mm -hmm. so I guess yeah that in that way there's no net profit but like (laughs) um yeah like I don't know because we just like we I guess like bottom line is we kind of just love to like be in the studio and like making music we're always like writing stuff um and that's like kind of what we have together is like playing shows when we can but also recording that music and then like doing it and releasing it like while we're all like not together or something and like I don't know our like friends and people that go to our like each of our schools like all listen to us so it's like kind of cool to have that side to it but I, I kind of lost my train of thought. I think I think what you're trying to say is we think more in terms of like making music and playing shows and like cost um, yeah at least right now just because yeah. we're so small, like we're all pursuing yeah. like we're all students at school yeah. so like yeah Awesome. Do you think that if, how do you think the way you make music would change if money was not an object? Like one of you just had this loaded grandparent that decided to finance Chalk Talk. (laughs) How do you think that would, how do you think like the process of making music would change? Would it change? I was going to say, I I don't want to be naive, but like, I feel like it, it wouldn't like, we have this one producer we always work with and we love him. And, you know, we've tried other, we've tried like recording with another producer who was like pretty big time, fancy studio. You know, we got to go for free. So money wasn't really an object. We did not fuck with it. It was not good. <laughs> so I think we kind of know like what we want. Um, I, I don't know if money would change the way our music is made at all. Um, definitely it, change us playing shows like we would definitely play more shows I also feel like we would record more Mm -hmm. like currently it's kind of like fuck like we're gonna record and we're gonna have to scrape up the money to pay for this like session but like if that wasn't the situation I think we'd be able to record a lot more and like not have to be as like conscious but I also want to say like would we do that more because like I feel like we're recording every time we're all in the same place or at least like the majority of us are all in the same place even though we low-key are are, like scraping the bottom of the barrel like financially um so like I feel like it's less about I know this whole thing is about money and music but I feel like it's kind of like I don't know kind of what Katie said like I feel like we wouldn't really change the fact that like I guess like maybe if one of us was like super loaded we would and money wasn't an object like 
we would all be able to be together like more often I don't really know if like but like again like we're all students so I'm not really sure if that even like makes sense but like yeah I don't know I feel like yeah most part yeah do you, yeah do you do you think that if or do you think that if possible um you guys would make the collective decision to like pursue chalk talk as your exclusive creative and financial endeavor that Sorry, is a, the big question i think it's a hotly debated topic within this band <laughs> um i think yes i think well, we prioritize school um i don't know what were you gonna say nina no, I was going to say, I feel like, yes, if, like, streaming and, like, like our platform increased. Because, like, right now, it's kind of hard to be, like, yeah, we're going to pursue Chalk Talk, like, 100% when we're getting, like, not a lot of, like, money from, like, Spotify. I mean, not that we would ever get money from Spotify anyways, because, like, we don't, artists don't really make money off Spotify, but, like, um, I want, yeah, like, I feel like if we, like, I, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, we've, we've gotten, we've gotten good advice from bands who have stayed together through high school and out of college and now are, like, doing well, mm-hmm. and their advice is just, like, stick with it and, um, you know, like, get your education and, like, these things will, as long as you stay motivated, like, these things will be here for you when you have the, t- like, when you're done with school and I think that's like our big thing it's like so much is in the air but if as long as we like keep making music in the way we're doing I think we're like fine I don't I think your question was like if an opportunity presented itself would we change and just only pursue music um I don't know I th- I, I would yeah. say I don't know it would have to be like <laughs> incredible Cause yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we all live in different places across the country and it just seems like such like a, a, a possibility that it seems like an impossibility. Like it would never happen, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Stella, what do you think? I'm just going to say that we're all studying like very different things that yeah. are very diverse and not really like Nina's doing some music related stuff and like, so is Katie, but I feel like all of our studies are very like separate from music and so like personally I would still like to be able to pursue that before like devoting myself to the band like 100% because like I'm interested in more than just creating music even though that would be great if I could pursue that for the rest of my life um, realistically I know that I would get um awesome do you guys I it's hard because like you are a smaller band and your presence on streaming platforms is smaller, but do do you think that the way that Spotify is structured, it's very, I feel like Spotify um, and Apple Music are structured in a way that can be kind of daunting for small bands. Have you ever considered like trying to pursue like 100% like band camp and like trying to go that route and like not, go for the large streaming platforms but try to have as much the, the greatest shot possible at like making money off your music um we've tried 
Bandcamp. I feel like the problem with Bandcamp is it's like honestly, like truthfully speaking, people only stream music nowadays on like Apple Music and Spotify for like the majority. So and like Spotify has these Spotify curated playlists that like upcoming artists can get featured on and then they'll blow up that way. And like Bandcamp just doesn't really have the platform that like Apple Music and Spotify do now today, even though it is direct profit to the artists. Um, like we released um, some demos on Bandcamp and stuff and like made like a bit of money directly. But like, again, honestly, I feel like, like I love Bandcamp and everything, but it's not really something that I feel like, an, like I don't think an artist can like grow that big on Bandcamp just because of like the day and age of like Spotify. Everything is free if you're like, well, obviously not if you're paying for premium, but like pretty much like you just get this, like all this music for at your fingertips for free. And like, I feel like with Bandcamp, you only get a couple listens before you have to buy a track. And I think that that like is really not like attractive to a lot of people that listen to music. I disagree somewhat with you, Nina. I think that we just like don't have enough knowledge to like, use Bandcamp effectively because I've like sleuthed around on there and like there's a lot of artists that like have made a lot of money or have like established a really big audience off Bandcamp you just like have to learn how to like game the system a little bit I think on there which I think like we as a band don't really understand how to do and I wish that we did like I, it would be cool to learn but I think there's like a learning curve to making Bandcamp profitable for the it also kind of reminds me of um, like Bandcamp versus Spotify and like big streaming services kind of reminds me of like the type of venues we play at that are like very well paying versus like the other ones where you kind of get stiffed money like the our favorite venue that we play in San Diego a lot. Um, even when like nobody shows up, we get paid very well. And then we'll go to these other places that have bigger names like House of Blues or whatever, and we'll get like less money when it's like, whatever, five times the size of the crowd. And I feel like that's how I feel about Bandcamp. Like <laughs> Bandcamp just like makes me angry about Spotify because like you can pay your artists well, um, but it's like you're kind of pigeonholed into this like smaller platform that not a lot of people use or like know how to use. And then like this big app that everybody's using like fucks all their artists. And even though they say like, you know, we're here to help small artists and put you on this playlist. But a lot of those playlists are just like agents paying Spotify to put them on that playlist too, which is what bugs me. Like Fresh Finds, a lot of those, like I've I work for this magazine and I know like those A&R people and those PR people, like they, like Capitol Records is paying to put them on that playlist. So that's also what makes me mad. And I feel like Bandcamp is less of that. They're more actually catered to musicians. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Stella and same thing with like SoundCloud and shit. Like, I don't know if you make money off SoundCloud, but there is definitely like more of like a niche, like thing you can, um, you have to like learn how to get yourself into as a band. Awesome. Um, this is also sort of a daunting question, but if you were to try to design a music platform that had more egalitarian goals and had a more egalitarian effect, 
that catered to small bands and allowed them to be featured in a way that was not proportional to how people listen to them. Um, what do you have any ideas about like something you wish Spotify would change or Bandcamp would change to work towards that goal? That one's a thinker. <laughs> um, like, do you, do you wish that there was a way that Spotify gave like disproportionate attention to smaller artists in hopes that they wouldn't just be serving the bands that are already popular and the artists that are already popular and making a lot of money? I feel like... I used to really like Spotify because I thought they were doing that. And I feel like over the years of as they've grown to be like bigger than Apple Music and stuff, they've started leaning away from that. Um, like some sort of algorithm that they could make to help smaller artists. I feel like they used to do that. And I don't know what happened. Like their, their, their radios and like discovery Discover Weekly is actually good, but they're like radios kind of suck now. It's just kind of catered to what you already listen to. So I think it, it like keeps you in this, their new album keeps you in this constant rhythm of listening to the same music. And so I wish they would kind of switch that up and um, I don't know. Yeah. Cause like their Discover Weekly, I think is great. That's how I find a lot of small artists. Um, yeah. I was going to say, um, Katie. Oh, go ahead, Stella. Oh, okay. Um, I was just gonna say, like, I they definitely did change their algorithm because I used to like go on the radio function a few years ago, and it would be like tracks that actually sounded like the like song radio that you or the artist radio that you went to. But now it's like, I don't know if I'm listening to like a song from like I don't know like two thousands indie. Like if I'm listening to like if I go on like the Strokes radio, it'll be like more stroke songs and then it'll be like other songs that I already have liked and saved that will be on that radio that are like similar like in genre I don't know and there's just some songs that show up on every single radio um that I've had saved for like five years on Spotify so I don't know I feel like I wish like kind of going back to your question I wish that Bandcamp was like the ideal streaming platform because it's like so catered to artists but at the same time like I don't I think the only people like I feel like it's really hard to take something as like big and corporate as like Spotify that just has like every song you could ever imagine on like their platform it's like hard to take that away and be like, like okay well like we're gonna give you like three listens before you have to buy a song like that's just like going back to iTunes and I feel like the reason that Spotify and like Apple Music became so huge and like revolutionary was because you didn't have to buy an individual track like you did like 10 years ago for like an iPod or something um I would say two things first off I think Spotify could cater better to small artists and artists in general by forcing consumers to pay more, which obviously nobody wants to do, but like realistically that's how artists can actually get paid is a subscription. If a platform like Spotify does that, which a lot of people use, 
I think that it's like an effective way for change. And then I think for Bandcamp, one of the big thing that bothers me about it is their like consumer design, like their app and their website is really janky sometimes. And I feel like if they like streamlined that and like made it more palatable, that they would get a lot more people on their platform using it and like posting music to it. Yeah, I will say like the UX design of like Bandcamp is like such an <laughs> it's such a mish and like the one on Spotify is really good. I just like feel like going off what you said, Stella, I feel like a Spotify subscription, like a Spotify premium subscription is what, like 10 or 11 dollars a month. And then every track, like every for every stream that you get, the artist is getting like a third of a penny. Like, so I feel like that like for how many people have Spotify premium versus like you're getting like not even one penny every time like a song is being played of yours like I feel like that's just like you don't even need to increase the like monthly subscription rate at all like I feel like they totally have the money to just up it to like at least like I don't know a cent for every stream but I'm not really like an economist so I don't know yeah it seems like to me that, um, well, a couple of things, but first, the sad thing is the way that Spotify has developed to be like the streaming service where you pay a monthly fee. It is, it's very, it like makes a lot of sense if you accept like the idea that we want to make this service as cheap as possible. And like, that's why it's become what it has been. Um, but it's, that's almost the problem too, is that like, it's natural for this thing to become as cheap as possible because um, they want as many people to become involved, but making it as cheap as possible comes at the detriment of someone and uh, someone is artists because they don't get paid. Um, and then the second thing is that um, it seems to me like if there, if there is the money in Spotify to be reallocated to artists instead of the shareholders, then um that's that's like something that can obviously change um whether or not that's realistic that's another question but if if there isn't the money and like they really like somehow don't have the money to pay artists more even if they reduced the salaries of every shareholder and every person on the uh board of directors then it would make sense to increase the amount of money it costs to be on Spotify because even if it, even if Spotify is is able to make their service extremely cheap it should only be cheap if the artists are getting paid and so it's like there's a there's definitely there's two ways that it could work whether like there is the money or there isn't the money but no matter what there has to be some it seems to me like there has to be some sort of shift in where the money is going um one last thing i would say is that it raises the question too of accessibility to music and if like music platforms increase the cost of access then like what about people that can't afford that and like how are they going to access music so it's like an interesting argument to have because like both sides are very valid and have so many different Yeah, because it's like, I mean, it's this, I feel like there's a lot of examples of this where like, there, 
things have become very cheap, but they become cheap. They become so cheap that some people are getting uh, shafted by the economy. And so there's going to always be this struggle between like, we're making people making something so cheap that more people can access it. But by making it so cheap, um, someone's getting hurt. And I, I see parallels to like fast fashion and um, like, yeah, pretty much anything that is in our economy that's has been forced to become extremely cheap at the point of use. And music is just one other example. That's, I think that's such a good point. And also it's like, see, or fuck, um, Spotify and Apple Music are like just such corporations. And I think like with any business that big, like the artists are based, are what's making them money. It's like the music artists are the reason why people are coming to this app. Obviously it's a music streaming app and they are the ones making the content that pushes the app. That's the reason the app is the thing, but the CEOs are making, you know, like probably like $10 million a year or some shit. So like that money is there, but I feel like it's also, is just like the telltale fucking story of CEOs making a thousand times more than what their employees or like, you know, the people who are doing the like lower level corporate work are making. Um, and it's just, it's so weird how that has like, that structure has seeped into the music industry as well. Yeah, it, it seems like um, the, like the, there are really few examples of, of like media that is not um, extremely unequal in its structure. And I think one of the, examples of media that is somewhat egalitarian is wikipedia um like wikipedia is this like the fact that wikipedia is shat on in like lower level school is such a tragedy like wikipedia is one of the greatest things on this earth and i only hope that some someday like all forms of information or media can be operated in a similar way to wikipedia and so that is one <laughs> that is one one of the things that I see as like a path forward for music is trying to make it so that there aren't people who are actually like owning the music. Like obviously the artists who produce it have like the rights to release it and no one else can uh, no one else should be able to like claim ownership over that music. But the way it's structured now is like the music has become so monetized that it really matters like who who owns the music and that can be like a label um and so it seems like a, a one one way forward in like a broad like in a broad sense would be try to create a music platform that like is collectively operated and collectively owned so that music is put on there um and people people pay like directly to the artists and there isn't a there isn't a glut of people that is uh making money without like really doing anything because like yeah, this this can tie into another question but like music labels do serve a purpose but they serve a purpose in an, in a, a very strict sense and that's because the way that music the music 
like economy is structured is that music labels are such an important part because like they're trying to make as much money as possible but there's another world in which like the music label does not need to exist because money i mean music is not monetized in the way it is like so predatorially i don't know if that's a word but it seems like like or yeah sorry i keep rambling but there what do you guys think about like um the a, a, a way that music is 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 produced or a way that music is put out there that's like uh where there's no no one involved who doesn't either consume the music or actually make the music sort of like wikipedia i was gonna say i think the most ideal like label and streaming platform is own owned and run by artists themselves which i guess is like always the ideal and kind of doesn't work most of the time but ideally that's like what labels would be which a lot of labels are not a lot but there's a fraction of them that are artist run um i feel like i don't know if this is gonna like answer your question at all but i feel like labels are like a really big part of the music industry and i think they like will be for a really long time but the decline of how important they are versus like how important they were like 20 years ago has like vastly changed so like it used to be like you couldn't get music out like you couldn't make a name for yourself unless you were like under a label or like whatever because those were the people that were like releasing your music and stuff and now like we just go online to like cd baby or like distro kid and we um like can like pay like a pretty small fee and then we release our music ourselves and so it's kind of like instead of like seeking a label to release your music they like kind of like seek you out or you can still seek them out too post releasing your music and you like kind of have to like establish as in like an indie band you have to like establish a name for yourself like before a label even comes in which is like crazy because not too long ago it was like you couldn't make a name for yourself unless a label was involved which I guess is why like indie music has become so popular nowadays it's like it's so easy to like blow up on TikTok or whatever and like you don't need like a label for that um don't know if that answered your question but Yeah, there, it wasn't really a, a strict question, but um, it's, it's a good point that you make about um, the fact that artists are able to make a name for themselves without a label. And that was not the case not too long ago. Um, and the, I, I, the, what I think about based on what you said is like the way that um, technology has become more accessible and like universal i feel like that that plays a large role because like you don't you really don't need that much equipment to make music anymore and you don't need like the connections to get music on a platform and as much as like music is the trend of music being like an industry that is exploit exploitative has continued since probably its inception um it's like now there are so many platforms that you don't need a middleman and you can just like 
put music up and it can go viral. Um, it seems like that is like a natural step that has occurred and is somewhat promising, but I, yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts? It's really loud where I am, but I would say that the, you know, bringing up TikTok and what you were just saying, like reminds me of like, honestly, like the next step of like, like music evolving and maybe not in a positive way because like with your song like you do have catchiness I think to it which is like leading a lot of artists to make music that like has these snippets that are like interesting for TikTok which is I think an interesting development in the industry it could be seen as a positive but also I think as a negative and like as threatening the integrity of music. I think that's like such a good point. Um, it's also hard to talk on like labels when we don't have any experience with like big labels and like the constraints that some artists have and also the ways that labels have been able to, you know, make artists like make them be able to do it as their like full-time job. Um, but what was I gonna say? Oh, it's it's tricky because obviously there's like this power dynamic in um, in the music industry with like labels and um, there's obviously like a lot of abuse and um, yeah, just power structures over like money and who owns the rights to your music and whatnot. But I also am very grateful in a sense that smaller artists, independent artists are able to find their own avenues like us, like we've been able to, not that not that TikTok has given us any help in giving us any streams, um, we're trying. <laughs> but um, I do feel like there's a lot more possibilities for small artists because people see that the music industry is so riddled with like, you know, corruptness and abuse and so things like Bandcamp are happening where it's I don't know who made Bandcamp I'm assuming it's somebody who was maybe a musician or you know was conscious of these things awesome my final ish question I guess is if you could tell people one thing about the process of making music as a small band in a world where the ability to make money off music is dominated by large bands and large artists, what would that be? Like the one thing you want people to know about making music as a small band? Um, I would say just to stick with it. And like, even if it isn't your main source of income or no income at all, like if you love the craft and like love doing it, there's a way to do it that doesn't require involvement with like labels or insane amounts of money and you can always like figure out how to produce yourself at home or find somebody who will produce you for fairly cheap um but yeah just to like if you love making music and playing music just to like do it in any way that you can even if you're not gonna like make it for your life. yeah i was gonna say the same thing like i know it's kind of like cliche but like i feel like if there's a will, there's a way. Like I know like so many people who don't like 
put out music and like they're not in like a band or whatever but like they just like eat sleep breathe like beats and like I just feel like they like love me. like I don't know like I feel like we all love making music and we all work really well together like making music so at the end of the day like we're just gonna keep doing it and like it would be great if like we made something out of it but like I don't know I feel like like kind of what Katie said in the very beginning of this zoom was that like there's a lot of creative freedom that we have right now not being constrained by money so like I don't know I feel like that's like really nice is to just like when you when you're a small band like the creative control and like the enjoyment is like all internal and like intrinsic so I feel like that's like yeah I don't know (laughs) um I would adding on to that I would also say don't let the threat of quote unquote like not making it you know be the reason that you're making things and be the reason that you're continuing to do things um because I think that's where like a lot of our anxiety comes from as like a band um and that's just not helpful you should just make the music because it's fun and you enjoy it and um yeah it's it's like what you want to do um yeah awesome thank you guys so much I really appreciate it thank Thank you you. have a good rest of the day thank you bye